This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Review, the JRE Review, the Joe Rogan Podcast Review. Uh, for new listeners, and thanks everyone for downloading, a lot of people have been downloading, I appreciate the support. It's this... Um, channel is really just a tribute to joe rogan and his show i will be bringing on guests and people that have been inspired by his show not just fans of it not just people that like listening to it but people that really feel like it's changing their lives in a positive way and we'll talk about why that is and what they love about it and each week we just review uh the episodes now he does a lot of episodes so it's kind of tough to do and we kind of squash him in but it's just things that i thought about that i enjoy to have uh, a guest on today, um, Eddie's back. Say hey, Eddie. Hey guys, how you doing? Nice to uh, nice to hear from you again, and thank you for uh, giving a shout out to Europe. I know we getting uh, getting some likes over there. That's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. And, well, thanks uh, for coming on, brother. Yeah, and even in my hometown, Chicago. So thank you very much. Um. So yeah, we we go. I go through as many episodes as I can. Things that I found interesting. Uh, things that are fun, and uh, and yeah, we go like that. I mean, this week. Uh, what a great week. Uh, I think it is week 57 of the year. No, no, wait, that doesn't make sense. Uh, 2027, that's right. Week 20, so the year is flying by, right? And, uh, episode 1153, he had on, of all people, Macaulay fucking Culkin. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. What has this guy been up to? And... To be honest, he was a pretty good guest. He was surprisingly interesting. Think about the life he's had, though. I I mean... mean, He had so much money and exposure as a child, and then... How big was he? He was huge. He was like the poster boy uh, child there. He was like the Campbell's Soup Kid. You know what I mean? Like the label. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, he was everywhere. And then as some of these young actors, they grow into adolescence, they look a little different. And then his... His dad and his family took all of his money. Is that what they happened? Mis- <clears throat> yeah, his dad was his manager, and he was doing it. He was managing his younger brother too, but all his money, uh, his dad pretty much uh, took all of it. Jesus, they didn't. He didn't really go into much of that on the podcast. I'm sure. He really, did. anything. They, he alluded <laughs> something. Like Joe made a joke about him, uh, about his dad getting a new house. And being like, hey, maybe you should take this script and X, Y, and Z. But he was saying that he doesn't read the scripts. Or he didn't back then. His dad would like check them out and mm-hmm. just choose the movies for him. Wow. So that, that's a lot of pressure. You know? I mean, that is just a ton of pressure. Yeah. When you, How old was he when he started making movies? Oh, I, I think he was like, what, like maybe like 9, 10. But you're working with like the likes of Joe, opposite Joe Pesci. You know, Goodfellas, Raging Bull. Yeah. I mean, okay, so you're a little kid, and you're working with Joe Pesci. That's a legend. Yeah, you know, um, and then he did a bunch of other stuff, but... Uh, he did some great movies, man. Yeah, he, he did. He really did. 
Yeah, a lot of good stuff you could watch with your family for Christmas time. Right. I know all those Dude, Home Alones, they are still fantastic movies to they're, watch. They're great Christmas. to watch. Yeah, they're hilarious. They are just... He was so good in that. You know Trump was in the second one? Oh, I didn't know that. Trump, like, bumps into him at the at his hotel. He's like, excuse me, young man. It's oh, like Trump's oh, little, so yeah. Funny. It's like the his little cameo. That. Yeah, well, uh, you know, he's been traveling a lot as he's got older. Uh, just came back from Thailand, had uh, some sort of parasite. So he's been losing a lot of weight, got an ulcer. Oh, wow. So, yeah, be careful what you're eating over there, obviously. And but, uh, but like yeah. working on little movies, he was working on a movie with what's that guy's name, Seth Green. Oh, of course, yeah, I think yeah, that's friends. his friend. Yeah, they've been they, friends for a long time. They're buddies from that weird movie they did, Monsters. Was it Monsters Ball? Like the weirdest. No, that's, no, that's, that's something that's else. Billy Bob. Yeah, and, that was uh, Billy Bob. And Halle Berry's breasts. Yeah, and they and they did no, the, no, it was Monster Party. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think Monster Party. Monsters that's, Ball is something else. I would love to be in that movie once. But yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Either way, both crazy movies. <laughs> like, hey, wasn't yeah. in the Monster Ball movie? Wasn't Heath Ledger in that and he killed himself? Mm. He was Billy Bob's kid. That's what brought <clears throat> no them no, together. No, um, yeah, Heath Ledger was the son, and oh. he, he like hated his son. He thought he was useless. Oh, you're right. So he's bullying him, and he shot himself. Oh, you're right. The movie was dark. I, for, I forgot about that part. Yeah, Billy Bob's good. He's great. He's yeah. really good. For him to make Sling, Sling Blade, nobody was paying attention to him. And he wrote it, directed it. I think he directed it. And then like produced it. And he, and he got John Ritter. John Ritter's a comedic actor. He's one of my favorites. He got him to be there as uh, you know, as a serious, serious part. And he got some heavy hitters. And everyone thought that Billy Bob had that accent. You know, no shit, that, right? So everyone thought that. Wow. And then him showing up to Hollywood parties. Hey, how you doing? Like, <laughs> like oh, what? oh, you're a real actor. That's hilarious. oh, you wrote this. You know what I mean? So I thought it was, I, I think it's kind of funny how he's if you're an artist to kind of look up to because then he beats the system. Do you know what I mean? Like he was not that he was raised in Beverly Hills and got all the stuff. Yeah, to him. it's like he came from the sticks. He and, really worked it in, and he worked it out. And yeah. he is that good. That even that show Goliath is like crushingly good. <clears throat> well, it makes me think though with Macaulay, right? Because he says basically. He's not that big in acting now. He doesn't really have an agent, I don't think, and he just does projects that he likes. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. But how would you say? How would you rate his ability to act? I mean, he's done it. He did it his whole life, right? He did it as a kid, right? Like he must be really good. If you wanted to just start doing it again, I mean, other than everyone recognizing him as the boy star, but like if you're just talking about his talent alone, it must be. Must be superb, right? If you wanted to, well, I, I would think so. To have that, all that knowledge, and again, like you said, he does traveling, so it'd be really cool to pick his brain to tell you the truth and go, you know, kind of like, well, tell me some of the places you've been to. And he's rattling off, and you're like, oh, does that exist? Where's that at? You right. know. So I'm sure he has so much. Oh, dude, uh, he used to hang out with Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, you're yeah. Right. So he's got he used a... to hang out with Michael Jackson. I mean, the, the and that's why it was kind of shocking to see to listen how kind of normally is. Like, he's a little bit of a goofball, right? You can hear it. He's, like, trying hard to be funny. Yeah. But in some ways, that's just, like, you're in front of Joe Rogan, who's a fucking badass <laughs> yeah. and a comedian. One of the best in the country. Like, so you're going to play up to it a bit, right? Of course, so, yeah. So that just may be natural. But all in all, they had a good time. It was funny. Like, they were just... They, the back and forth was great. And, and he was a really interesting dude. Like, the kind of guy... 
that if you saw him somewhere, instead of just being like, oh shit, that's Macaulay Culkin. Like, I, dude, I would go over and say, what up, though? Like, you were fucking Dude, I heard you on the, on the podcast. You know? Yeah, and I think it just normalizes him because other people have gone on. Steven Tyler went on How was uh, Joe's podcast recently. Like, obviously a legend. Yeah. But fucking Space Cake out there. Dude, he's so out there. Like, he's been amazingly famous rocker for so long. Heavy he doesn't know drugs, what it's yeah. He doesn't know what it's like to just be a normal person. He's just, he brought in like a crystal ball with him. Yeah. Wild. Wild animal. Now, talking about celebrity rockers that are actually quite normal, on podcast 1155, Henry Rollins was on. Oh, I love Henry Rollins, yeah. He's a bad motherfucker too, for <coughs> sure. Did. Joe's I, a big fan of Henry. Who was it? You know, it's so funny because yeah, he was in Black Flag, <clears throat> the punk group in the 80s. But it was really, I think I was telling you in Chicago, I saw him open up for Jane's Addiction like 1990. <clears throat> but it's really cool because he's up there, he's singing, doing his stuff. And he turns and he's got this big, that big giant sun that's tattooed on his back from the 80s. <clears throat> if you know. But when he sings, he's always just in his shorts. Right. Nothing else. And he's just out there doing his thing, you know, intense. He's a, he's a tank. Yeah, yeah, he's, right. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's older now, so I think he's a little skinny. But he was a tank of a man, uh-huh. and just his voice and his intensity, and we think of some of the movies he's been in too. Remember that uh, Keanu Reeves one? Was it called like Mnemonics or something? They like put the data in his brain. Oh, I don't think I saw that one. Well, Henry Rollins plays like this great like a hacker dude at the end. But he's just, his intensity is ridiculous, almost. In like he's It's almost a, like, dude, can, can you a, be like 5% less intense yeah, can, right can now? Yeah, can you calm down? <clears throat> yeah, but he had that one show a while ago. Um, it was really cool, and yeah, he was just doing insane stuff. And What was the show uh, called? Do you remember? He was like on the road. He was going through different jungles in Africa and all over. And then he, like, I think he was in India. He was somewhere, and he wanted to uh, like kiss a... Uh, cobra like on the head and he's Get just, the fuck out of here yeah and he's looking at the camera he's like okay I've been through all this crazy crap and all this <laughs> shit and he goes oh my god like okay calm down and somehow he goes brings himself to do it and he does it and it's like going wow did I just I mean of all the things in your life would you think you're a kid growing up you know and all of a sudden like you're getting older our age going I just want to kiss a cobra. <laughs> on the head. It's not like kissing your it's like kiss, not kissing a pit bull okay yeah it's not a good idea yeah, no, it's not. I don't think it is, but that's pretty badass that he did it. Did it? Did it hiss? Was it pissed off? Uh, it How fine. did he even let that happen? Well, I think you know. I think they kind of lazy the, the, snake the trainers. You know what I mean? Like, um, oh, that, yeah. you know, like especially in India, like, those guys. I think they, 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 those are their friends, man. Right. I, I hate snakes, but I'm like uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, you know what I mean? You right. He's like, oh, snakes, really? And there's like a thousand of them. Dude, sna- I don't think anyone really likes them though. It'd be like being like, I like spiders. Yeah, no, you don't you like, like them. Yeah. You can tolerate them. And even the people that are like, oh, I have a pet tarantula mm-hmm. and it crawls around on my hands. I think if anything, it's because you're like playing with the danger of it. But it's not the same as like having a kitten. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you cuddle a kitten, that's fucking great. No <laughs> one's like, oh, look at my tarantula. He's adorable. I mean, I, I like watching our videos like Silverback Gorillas, but I wouldn't want to open my the closet door and all of a sudden, there's a big silverback silver in there. And I was like, ooh. Well, how'd you eat in there, buddy? They're not as friendly as you think, I'm sure. You get pissed off, they can take Rip your oh, Even the small monkeys can tear your arms <laughs> off. Well, Henry Rollins did open up talking a little bit about Ted Nugent, because Ted Nugent was on Joe 
recently, and Henry Rollins really respects Ted's music and what he's done for music and his knowledge of music. And you know they've talked and they're friends, and it's cool to talk. But oh, really? okay. even as 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 Joe Rogan, does he like uh, Nugent? Too? Well, t- so so because Joe's a big like pro hunter, at least for bow hunting, right? Yeah, he's heard what Ted says about hunting, and also I've heard too, Second yeah. Amendment stuff. But then he's also heard some crazy shit. So what he yeah. did is he wanted him on just to kind of like get to the bottom of it. So they got into it with some things, and but they weren't arguing, and it was it was just you know he just has a different philosophy. Yeah, he's like a Republican, opinion, and yeah. and he does attack left wing ideology because he finds it very threatening. And you know this is kind of like how political people go anyway. Yeah. So, but it was cool to hear that Henry and Ted talked. They have this huge thing in common, you know, the rock side and their understanding of it and the love and the history and all the great, like the amazing moments that Ted's had that Henry got to talk about and was like, God, I wish I was there in the sixties when he was with these people and up in Boston and you know, all this stuff. So it was cool. But then he stopped and he was like, yeah, but I wanted to like talk to him a little bit about some of the crazy shit that he said and be like, do you really think this? And you know, that he's, I wonder how he got even a word in with Ted Nugent. You know, he's never done drugs or drank, Ted Nugent, which is insane because yeah. he's insane. He should probably smoke some weed. He, he, Chill the fuck he, out. He doesn't need any cocaine. I'll he doesn't need much. anything. But it's so funny how some be like, hey, man, relax. Liquid cocaine in yeah. his coffee. Yeah, exactly. But he talks like, and you're like, okay, what? You know, you repeat that. <laughs> you know, you're like, damn. It was intense. And yeah. that is, that's 100% how he spoke on on. Joe's, but think about it, right? He's been who he is for so like he's been that famous for yeah. how long? It's like if everyone just lets him speak. Nobody's gonna tell him to shut up ever, you know. <laughs> so he's had fifty years of that practice. You know, you know, you know, uh, Huck, our buddy Huck Johns, the singer. He right. toured with him for a year. He opened up for him. Oh no shit! And he's like, man, I'm singing with my hero, but he's like, he's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's the takeaway. Yeah. He's like, you but know, a rock, smart guy, a he's a rocker, yeah. but yeah, he's nuts. He's a lunatic. And uh, it's fascinating. But I mean, in the same way, yeah. Henry Rollins kissed the yeah, I know, kissed cobra. The cobra. I mean, yeah. I think if you're a rock star, you probably are a little nuts. Oh, if, if you're you, a comedian, you're a little nuts. Yeah. To, even, to even go into the, the arts, I believe you, I mean, I'll admit myself, you have to have a little bit off your rocker. Because you know what I mean? Because you're, you're the constant failure, the constant... Someone's saying no, 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 and you get some stuff, and you get some stuff going good, and then you know what I mean? It's it's adrenaline, right? For sure. It's you know it's the ups and downs, but then if you keep if you get one thing and you just get like rock stars and you're just rolling, you know I mean you you could just have a couple hit albums, right, from thirty years ago, and you're still living like you were when you were nineteen. Well, and that is wild because if you think of the difference between like rock and roll, or even an actor or a comedian. Like, a comedian can't do the same set for his whole life, no matter how good the jokes are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, an actor can't just release the same movie again. He has to make new ones. Mm-hmm. But a singer can just make one great song oh. and play it forever. Oh, yeah. Like, sure, they might get insanely bored of their own shit, but it's money always. And people will lose their minds when they hear certain songs. And you, <clears throat> they, get, to, yeah. you get to have that effect without even thinking. Like they imagine Bon Jovi living on a prayer, 
who doesn't like kind of nod their head and tap their foot to that song and be like fucking maybe sing the chorus quietly in the shower you know it it's by a, heart yeah it's just a good especially, riff especially the bass line in the beginning boom 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 right and you're like you know what I was going to change it but well, there's no one looking around yeah right yeah we, do, we keep it on okay, right I'm going to roll the windows up and I'm going to turn up <laughs> yeah. hopefully none of my friends see me <laughs> and I'm going to sing this shit through yeah, because yeah. it just it just has that effect now he's probably sung it so many times he's, he probably wants to blow his brains out <laughs> saying that fucking thing but he makes people wild with it he'd be able to do it to the end of his life and that's that's lucky right and these guys just get to get to do it what I love hearing about people that are really successful like great rockers uh, just people doing very well is like their work ethic and I yeah. wonder was that their first or did the success bring it on meaning Obviously, not everyone keeps working that hard, but like Henry Rollins has a publishing company. He writes many books. He wrote this huge uh, series of like books on music, I think he said. Mm. And it was like over 100,000 words in this series of books. And he was like working 10 hour days. And it's like, is it that it doesn't seem like work anymore because you're doing everything you want and it all pays you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, imagine if you were just popular, wealthy enough, well-known to where just like every project you thought of, yeah, you got to put work in and make it work. But it's yeah. like, you know, people will buy it. Yeah. People will, you'll get money for it. It's like you're rewarded for all of the work that you do. You would do a lot more shit. And then plus you do some really good stuff. You know, the, the people who are really tender as well, they're going to gravitate towards you. And you guys get building better and better projects you know what i mean yeah and i think you know i think if but going back to the worth work ethic i think you i think you have to have it before you know what i mean on certain different things i mean i mean unless because i think if someone was born with no work ethic at all and now in your 30s you're like hey i want to go start training you know what i mean if you didn't train a little bit before oh you'd be fucked do you know what i'm saying you have to yeah you have to work work ethic you you have to learn it you know, you have to yeah. build it. You have to construct it. You have to keep organizing your days and getting better and, at it. Yeah, for include sure something you every do. time into that to kind of jar that that loose, whether it's physical well, or whether it's you know exactly. And that's that's an important point that Henry Rollins brought up because Joe was bringing up yoga, right, and mm-hmm. how important it is for just like staying staying flexible, being able to move, being able to work, you know, all those things. And uh, Henry Rollins doesn't do it. Um, oh, that's but interesting. yeah, but like I've been injured recently and I'm thinking maybe yoga, you know, maybe I put it in, but, but not just for, for your body or whatever, but also for the like relaxation point, like we, like we're saying with work, we got to balance it, right? It ties us out. It wears us out. It's not always our biggest motivation and you got to do some other stuff to like keep yourself focused. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain directions you can go. You can go to the bar, right? Which we've done. Mm-hmm. Or we can say, well, we'll do a bit of that, but then also another day we'll do, it'll be yoga, or to be the gym, or to be the other things that I do to balance kind of where I am with like the other projects I do and the work. And, and these guys in so many ways, and you notice this with a lot of really successful you know, people that just do really well, they, they're very good at finding their own balance. Like, they don't all just work 24 hours a day, even if they talk about how much they work. Like, they're very good at fitting in, like, they go for their massage, or they get to go to the gym, or they just know how to, like, balance this, which would make sense, right? 
because because how can you be super productive without really knowing yourself? Uh, yeah, then places we go try other other things in too like that. So I would, hey, you know what? I'm happy about. I'm just gonna go deep sea fishing today. I uh, but it's, uh, I think creatively too. Then it gives you time to be out there, and then get more creative. Right, going. Oh yeah, that's what I like to write. Yeah. That's what I could do. Oh, that's how that chord change goes. Right. Right. It's like you or, take your mind off it on purpose, yeah. yet somehow your mind gets back on it, but from a different angle. And you're like solving problems. You know, yeah. it's like when someone says sleep on it. You sleep on things, you usually make a better decision. True, Almost yeah. always. You know? <laughs> Unless the decision is not to sleep. I guess that would be the only time that that wouldn't yeah, help. Yeah, just turn at the... Uh cracks in your ceiling <laughs> yeah just, <laughs> just being awake talking to ghosts henry uh is interesting in one way because he talks a bit about having social anxiety which is a which is an important thing for people to know about because you know you think that anyone that can perform in front of thousands of people it's like though they're just over like they don't have normal fears like regular folk like they're yeah. super confident they're and they're, yeah. yeah they're invincible and they're just another level but when it comes to individuals He's not down for it. He said he'd way rather be the person that like bails you out of jail than like comes over to meet your family. Oh, God. He's I like, just, I don't want to go. I love that comparison. Isn't that great? And he made I, it a few I, times. I agree, I agree with him as well. Yeah. Well, it gets exhausting. Yeah. He's just like, oh, the judgment. You got to pull a resume out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's like, I remember like in high school, going on dates and all of a sudden, looking for a prom or date, and it's like, oh, hey. You know, uh, your date's here, Eddie's here. And I sit there, and of course, girls are ready. And now I'm dealing with the brother, the old, old older brothers and the dad and everything going, so what was your SAT? Where are you going to school? And you're just like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I got to get out of here. <laughs> like, lying through your teeth. It's It seems like most of the questions, too, are just based, they're, they're like founded from a place of someone who doesn't really know how to, like, hold real conversations uh, yeah. you know what i mean uh-huh. like oh so they turn it into a q a why why can't it just yeah. be right we're at a dinner so let's just talk about whatever nonsense like why do we need the history of everyone to know who we are why don't yeah. we just talk about whatever we want to talk about and just get a feel for people like i don't like uh, uh, those it's, questions are really it's annoying. almost like dating where are you from oh from england what part of england and then i'm like this is going to take 20 minutes and, and i have to say, say this every day but if you say like the wrong it's like dating out in la <coughs> you say the wrong one wrong answer and then, you know god forbid you say you're an actor music or any of that kind of stuff and it's like oh and uh, sorry i'm just saying and all of a sudden you go well what do you do and they go well i'm an accountant or i'm a that and you're like well okay that's like, that's cool but it's like you're ready you being put down you're like well this yeah, is yeah. can I uh, check please can, well, I, can it, I get those appetizers to go <laughs> it's almost yeah. like yeah they're asking questions so that they can get something to be annoyed about yeah, yeah but yeah he hates going he hates what he likes what Henry Rollins likes to do is he gets a lot of happiness out of just completing tasks he oh, like, like sets that, yeah. his goal gets it done he'd rather work on those things than like be pretending to care about who you are not that he doesn't care like he's a nice guy but yeah. he just you know he's, fuck it. he's busy world, yeah. yeah he's i think he's like 55 60 now i don't know he needs I to chill out up there, yeah. yeah i think he gets to a point where you get to choose right you get old enough you're like no i don't want to do that i don't have a lot of time left and i don't want to do it i just don't want to i i, I, no I respect too. it yeah. yeah why even bother you know and 
He also talks about how he's balancing his anger always. Like, you know, anyone that has the type of music he has, there's anger <laughs> there's in there. There's anger issues, yeah. And he uses that. He uses that as a motivator. You know, he imagines seeing people that tell him he can't do it and then says, watch this. And I love that. Oh, yeah. I really do. I love it. Because I have that voice with a lot of things. You know, a lot of projects that I've done, definitely even with this podcast. You know, it's just like, no, it's going to suck. I'm like, well, shit, all right, but I'm going to try. And that, that means something. That means a lot. And, a and those job, are the yeah. sorts of things you get from Rogan's podcast, for sure. When he has these great guests on, interesting people, fascinating stories. But then you start to see similarities that you have with them. And then they describe how they went from one place of feeling to another, kind of the breakdown of the process. And with the accumulation of all the different guests, there'd be one that will resonate with you if Joe doesn't already. And then, you know, you, you can just kind of apply it in your own life, you know? Well, you know, I like too, when you have certain guests when they come on and they're, and they're just, and they're, and they're just speaking truth or very truthful. You're like, you know what? I can, I would actually have a beer with that person and just like to, you know what I mean? Talk. Cause it's like, uh, it's nice to see someone kind of just kind of, you know, take their shoes off, just relax and just talk to like a regular, like you just friend, you know? Yeah. And, and with no kind of you're this, you're that, you know what I mean? Just hanging out. I mean, that's, that's a good listen. I think it's great. And that's why these free flow form conversations are the best because you get to see these people as real people. And you also get to see who the nuts are still, (laughs) which is cool. You're like, all right, none of these people do exist. (laughs) Exactly. Anyway, Ed, thanks brother for coming on again. As always, I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome brother. Thank you. Thank you for uh, the coffee. Yeah, of course. And thanks for listening, guys. So that's it for this week. Uh, I I heard some rumors that Elon Musk is going to be on Joe's podcast soon. I don't know how true that is, but I'm looking forward to that, and I can't wait to review it. But anyway, thanks a lot, guys. Have a great week, and we'll be talking soon.